and welcome everybody to week four of the 1201 Sports Pigskin Pick'em Show. I'm your host, Jacob Angevine, and with me today in the studio is Tyler T. Kane Cloud. Tyler actually has his mic fixed this week, uh, so we're super happy to have that instead of him sounding like he's talking into a vacuum. SEC football is back. The world uh, was, is healing. It was amazing. The, world uh, is healing. Uh, the, the weather dude, was perfect. Dude, we, there you go. I was excited. Dude, we had perfect weather. For, we I know. Perfect football weather. SEC football is back. I mean, the world is healing. What, what is COVID? What is COVID? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's apparently a thing now to where we have to wear finger condoms if we work at Canes. But if you guys haven't seen that yet, please go buy your local Canes. Canes, you're not a sponsor, but if you want to be, hit us up. Okay, just slide into our DMs at 121 Sports on Twitter or Instagram. We love the finger condoms. The finger condoms are great. You're protecting us all. I love it. And what, what's, what's funny is I went through, through Canes like probably an hour before you did. And I saw it at first, like, oh, dang, she's got some really long, very blue fingernails. I don't know how she's getting away with that during during COVID, but you know what? Go right ahead. Go ahead, sis. And I got, and then got there, like, oh, that's not fingernails. That's that's finger condoms. That is finger condoms. Uh, it's finger condom season. I mean, you, you have to be aware. I mean, just like you, you want to practice safe sex, you also have to practice safe social distancing and everything else in COVID season. So, yeah, finger condoms. Yeah. It's, a, it's the thing of the future. Canes is Canes is so far advanced to what all these what? other restaurants are doing. Like finger condoms are the way of the world. I feel one like love, everybody baby. should wear finger one condoms. love, one, one love. love, one finger condom, or three to make sure. Or, or I guess four. ten or five or ten. Yeah, all like, let's go. With, let's, let's just actually well practice practice safe technically. Fingers. Technically, you only have eight fingers. Ooh, and two thumbs. So we need thumb thumbs. condoms. We need Ooh, thumb condoms. Did, can did we, we just create? Can we, did well, we just create we an another? Idea. I think we had an idea. Uh, but yeah, you know, everything is back to normal. Finger condoms are a thing in the world, uh, and I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. We have great weather. SEC football is back. I'm getting my heart strings tugged at again by all my football teams. I'm in a perfect place. I really am. And this is exactly what I told other people. It's like, look, if you can accept mediocrity, then that's okay. You're gonna have. You're gonna be such a happier person if you can accept mediocrity. Well, and, and here's the thing. Mediocrity. Me, there is a beauty to mediocrity and, and accepting that. And uh, last year's, you know, LSU team, it just set the bar so ungodly high. And I forgot how much of a heartbreak LSU football is. That's part of, part of, part of the healing process of the world is everything comes back to normal and we have LSU breaking hearts, you know. Look. And this is what really set everything off. LSU having an offense, with the age-old question, what would happen if LSU had an offense? And, and we the saw what prayers happened. got answered. And By we the saw most what happened. perfect season ever. Oh, yeah. The, I, don't know, I don't know if we can say that the 2019 LSU was the greatest team ever, but I do think that it is perfectly logical and reasonable to say that was the best season ever. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. That's fair. Look, I had – I've, during the offseason, I've gone through highs and lows of what I expected for LSU. Before we, you know, saw what the schedule was going to be, I was like, all right, they're going to be eight, nine-win team, you know, respectable. They're not going to be, you know, some team that you walk over. Then I was like, you know what? They're going to be – once we saw the, the ten games, it's like, you know what? They're going to be a, a nine-game – they're going to be a nine-win team. You know, I'm confident in it. And I'm still sticking with that. I still think they can be a nine-win team. <laughs> Did you watch the game? I, I did. did you I watch Miles Brennan? 
I like Miles Brennan. Look, he was not. I Joe, know you do, and you shouldn't. He was not. He was not Joe Burrow, and I will. I will say that with, you know, to anybody who listen, I will say he is not Joe Burrow. I did not expect him to be Joe Burrow, but I expected him to have you know this kind of season where he's going to put up good numbers. He's got some maturation that he has to go through, but it's his first start. You know, it's, it's an SEC game. It's something he's waited for. And and here here's just something I have to say to all LSU fans. Miles Brennan waited his turn. He could have left whenever Joe Burrow got there. He could have left whenever he didn't get the job over Danny Etling. But he stayed, waited his turn. He showed loyalty to LSU, to the program. He showed that he was willing to put his time in. The best, what he deserves, what the very least he deserves, is at least three games. Let's give him three games. Don't bail on him after a bad half and then in a, a good second half. I'm not, I'm not going to say a great second half, but he had a good second half. Would, would you say that's fair? He had a good second half. All I know is I saw a quarterback, and a lot of the blame is being put on the offensive line. And all I'm saying to the people that are O-line, The O-line was garbage. O-line was garbage. Yeah, uh, okay. They're not as bad as people were saying. They're, oh, they're not as bad as people are saying. They're not that bad. Because there they, were times where Miles Brennan had about five to seven seconds in the pocket, and Miles Brennan was not throwing the football, and he was making bad reads. That's what I saw from Miles Brennan. Miles Brennan has had a year to learn from Joe Brady and sit behind arguably the greatest college quarterback we've ever seen in our lifetimes. That right there, that performance was awful. To come against the it was no, it was awful. Miles you saw Brennan, his stat line, right? You saw his stat line. He had a 136 QBR. That is very respectable. Look, I'm not – Three I, touchdowns I did not expect and two interceptions. One interception – look, I'll give him one interception. The second one was at the end of the game through Hail Mary up. I think we all know that those those count in stats. They do. But I think we all kind of, you know, like, all right, you know. Those, I also those saw plays, about four of those seven sacks – him not being able to make a read, him not being hey, look, able to I, choose what receiver he wants to throw to. And I think I think that you will see him look at the game footage. I think you will see him look. Their next game should – I'm not going to say this, but it should be a cakewalk. It should be easier. They're playing Missouri, I think. They're playing Missouri. So it should be an a, a easier game for what they're going to face, a game that they should build confidence in. I'm not going to say if they will, but they should. That's this is their break. They they got they got their asses handed to them. They got embarrassed. They got to learn, and they have to come out and they have to dismantle Missouri. They have to. If they don't do that, then it's going to be a long season. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I I, 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 I want to. I, I I think he just needs to build a little bit more confidence. You know, look, there you can't replace anything for game experience. You can't. Nothing can. Nothing can simulate it. Nothing can replace it. Live reps are the best teacher that there are in sports. I think he got. I think he got humbled, and I think you're going to see him come back with a little more confidence, a little more of a fire under him. Look, and I'm saying this. I'm saying I'm convincing myself of this as much as I'm trying to convince you, because well, I did not like what I saw. Not going to convince me. I did not. I did not like what I saw, but I'm optimistic. Not well, having Derek is. Stingley. Not not having Derek Stingley hurt, but he is not worth ten points. You know, even if they had him, they still would have lost. I agree with you. Derek Stingley Jr., a couple of those touchdowns gets wiped away. However, Mississippi Look, State he, was the better team. He he erases half the field. He does. I think I think we can both agree with that. He erases half the field. Oh, he's the, the best, best defensive player in college football. But it's the other half. Mississippi State would have still 
exploiting the other half, they would have had a field day with the other half of the field. So, yeah, while he was missed, his leadership was missed, he's not, he's not going to erase the 10-point deficit. Well, I think the question about Miles Brennan uh, is still up in the air. It's answered for me. It always has been answered for me. But I think the bigger question here is, is Mike Leach, is his air raid offense going to work in the SEC? That question was definitely answered. KJ Costello breaking an SEC record. So at least you guys were a part of a record day. That's good. You guys are part of a record day in the SEC. I, not, I congratulate you. Good good job. Not, not on, I'm, not, not I'm, good end of no, it. I'm applauding for you. That's great. You guys are a part of a record day in the SEC. You guys set records all last year, and you're still setting records. That's I'm so proud of the that, that is That is one way to look at it. We are still, I'm so we're proud still of the part of, of You guys are still set. setting records. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Mississippi State, Mike Leach, they're back. Uh, I think it's fair to say that Miami is back. Miami is looking like a bunch of world beaters out there. We're seeing Miami left Miami. and came oh, back. Exactly. Quicker. They, quicker than Texas ever did, who we'll talk about in a second. But, hell, Miami looks like the 2000s Miami with all the swagger that's yeah. on the field. Oh, yeah. I mean, that Manny Diaz is a good defensive coordinator. I think, I think that's something we both agree on. He's a very good defensive coordinator. He proved as much here at Tech. I did not see this Miami team coming. I thought, I thought they had bigger holes than quarterback. I thought, and I thought that was their biggest hole, but I thought they had, they had many more holes than just quarterback. I thought quarterback could cover up a lot of those holes, but I still thought they were going to be improved, but not world beaters like they are. This team, I'm looking forward to that Clemson matchup. That, that has potential to be a game right there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Miami, they put up 52 points on Florida State. Very impressive night from Derek King. I think Derek King, KJ Costello, uh, Mac Jones. I do like Mac Jones. I think he had a pretty good game. I think those three guys are your front runners to win the Heisman this year, which is going to be a very weird time for a Heisman season this year. It's fair well, to got, say got, for got, another week. It's fair to say for another week that Texas is still back. Texas is back. Not, I, They're in the top ten, a, and they win again. I have a question about the Heisman. Okay. Do you think Oklahoma, or not Oklahoma, Ohio State's going to have enough time, enough chances for Justin Fields to get Heisman? Justin Fields is always going to be in consideration because he's a Big Ten player. They're going to, even though I feel like no Big Ten player should receive any type of offseason award, I feel like the Big Ten should not be allowed in any postseason play because they're starting so late. Just my personal opinion. They didn't start when everybody else wanted to play, so they shouldn't. They should not be involved in any other postseason awards because they're starting so late. That's just like the Pac-12 or Pac-10. We didn't talk about them last week because I don't want to talk about them. They're back. They have a seven-game schedule starting in November, which is bullshit. I mean, I do not agree with any Big Ten player, but since the Big Ten carries so much money, Justin Fields is going to be in consideration, and it's absolutely going to piss me off. Let's get into our picks, Tyler. Uh, how do we do this week or last week? Well, we had our best week. There we, we go. Had our best week. See, there's positives Un here, guys. Unfortunately, so did I-35. Yeah, um, but, hey, we are making strides in the right direction. We're, we're closing the gap we're little by better. little, man. We see, are a nickel and dime type of offense. We're not a big play offense. We're not like the Chiefs. We're a nickel and dime you until we get in the end zone type of offense. All we needed was SEC to come back. That's it. So we, get we, the, we get the SEC back, and we start making games. All we needed was that one big play. We had that one big turnover on defense because we actually defense in the SEC. Yeah, that's right, Big 12. I'm coming at you. We had the big turnover. Here we go. Now we're going to be in the right direction. We, uh, we didn't start off hot. Our first three games we got wrong. Um, Kentucky-Auburn, we got it wrong. Yep. K-State-Oklahoma, we got wrong. God, I hate Oval them. Pitt, 
we got wrong. But we got the three SEC games right, or the two, yeah, two we, of the SEC games right, and we got the Army-Cincinnati game right. Um, see, we're heading in the right direction. I, I, will, I, I will say the Army-Cincinnati team or game, us and I-35, we both said that Cincinnati would win and not cover. They barely did not cover. The, uh, the line was 14 and a half, and they won by 14. So a win's the, a uh, win's a win. A win is a win is a win. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I-35, they got all of them right except for Louisville Pitt. So. Yeah, let's quickly talk about Oklahoma. I really like Spencer. I still like Spencer Rattler. He is a redshirt freshman. This was his first big game. I'm not going to consider the $80 million pay-per-view game against Missouri State to be a big game, even though you had to pay big-time money for it. This was his first true Big 12 experience as a starter. I think he started off well, and I think – us seeing the true fashion of a Big 12 defense, it was absolutely shitty. I think Spencer Rattler made some dumb decisions. He got absolutely rattled, no pun intended. I mean, he's still 31 of 41, four touchdowns. He did have three interceptions. They were all kind of late, though. But still, I, I still like Spencer Rattler. I do not like the fact that Kansas State won. I'm still not a fan of Kansas State. I'm sorry, guys, I, especially you guys at I-35. I know y'all are listening. I don't like Kansas State. I don't know what it is. I, I'm just not a fan of them. I'm not a Kansas State fan, but I do like Kleinman. I think he's going to be a really good coach. And, look, I'm willing to say that he outcoached Lincoln Riley, that he made the adjustments. He did. Win. He made some great adjustments. He made some great that adjustments. Was, I mean, was, you're, up 21, really- you're up 21 to 7 at the half, and then they come back and blow it. I mean – it's I tough. mean, look, this is a trend that we're seeing. Lincoln Riley sometimes, which I mean, this is, you can say for any coach, but Lincoln Riley is susceptible to not making the proper adjustments, that he is susceptible to not making adjustments and just run what he has while other coaches adjust to what he is doing. Look, this might be the only game they lose, but they still lost. And they, they lost the game that they shouldn't have lost. I mean, I texted you early in the games, like, look, we probably should have hit the over on this because it looked like they were going to boat race yep. Kansas State. And they ended up not doing that. Uh, folks, still don't put your money on Auburn. I don't like them. We'll talk about them in a second because we are picking that game this week. Uh, don't put your money on Auburn. I still don't like Chad Morris. Since hey, look, I'll, Army, say, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm not a, a Bo Nick stan. I do not like him. He, I think he, he gypped Derek Stingley of freshman of the year in SEC last year. Correct. But – but I do think that Bo Nix has taken a step forward this year. He, Granted, it's just one game, but he has looked better. He's looked a little bit more confident than he did last year. So, Bo Nix, he, he's, he's moving in the right direction so far. I'm officially taking my name off of the Louisville bandwagon yeah. for performance against Pitt. I still like Dutu Outwell. I think he's going to be a great receiver. But I'm, I'm now – Jacob Angevine is no longer associated with the Louisville bandwagon. I will not hop back on – does not matter what happens with the rest of COVID season. I'm done. I'm done with Louisville. I'm done with them. I'm not going to pick I'm them anymore. With, I'm there with you. They, they burned us twice. Two weeks in a row, they burned us. Uh, Texas A&M looked like ass against Vanderbilt. Looked like complete ass. And, Tyler, for you yeah, to no, say – I was fixing to say a team, a team that, I, that I thought could win the SEC. For you to have that's, the that's balls to say that that team was going to – <laughs> Wow. I said they could. Uh, this um, is why I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you for all of our picks so far because you've chose that to win the SEC. 
I mean, let's be honest. You're the one that convinced me to go with the picks that have been wrong. And I hate myself for doing so. But I also hate the fact that you said that that team, that Texas A&M team, was going to win the SEC West. Look, I, I thought they were primed. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what Matt Jones was going to be. Yeah, they were primed for shit. I thought, the, I, I, thought the, I thought the SEC was going to be weaker than what it was. And I thought that this was A&M's year to – if they're going to do it, they're going to do it this year. And it seems like they're never going to win the SEC. Arkansas. That's, that's what I'm learning. I, I don't even want to talk about Arkansas. This is the only thing I'm going to say. Arkansas looked like a better team than Texas A&M this week. Dude, put the, your money. The game, the Ar- the put your money on Arkansas to beat A&M. Put your money to beat. I said, I said that we were going to win five games, and both the Mississippi, both the Mississippi teams, LSU, Vanderbilt, I'm sorry, Missouri, and uh, and uh, Texas A&M. Those are our five. Book it. Dude. Are, are, book it. You're doubling, you're doubling down after seeing what Mississippi State did. Book it. I, I, will, I will give you an A&M. I will give you Ole Miss. I will give you – I will give you uh, – see, I gave you A&M. I gave you Ole Miss. Mizzou? And Mizzou. I'll give you those three. But, of course, you're not going to give um, me LSU. You well, Obviously. Um, that game is going to be closer than I thought it was going to be. I will say that. Let's move into week four picks. What game do we okay. have up first? Up first, we have UVA at Clemson. Clemson is a 30-and-a-half-point favorite. Clemson, easy. I, I don't think Clemson is going to cover. I think they're going to pull the starters out way before this one gets out of hand. I've, I, we, me and Tyler, we've talked about this before, saying, yeah, oh yeah, they're going, to blow the, they're going to blow the spread out of the water. And every time we get burned on it. So this week, we're pulling a league. We're learning. Show, we're learning. Not so fast, my friend. We are going to pick Clemson to win. But they're, Virginia's going to cover. Look, I think I think they'll get they will have a thirty point lead at some point. I think. Yeah. But I think that I think that Dabo pulls them, and they come back to probably a 21-24 point lead. They're still going to blow the blow the the brakes off of UVA, but it's yeah they're not covering. And what is I thirty five pick? I thirty five is saying the same. They're saying Clemson wins, but they do not cover. So. Next game we have them on the slate is Oklahoma versus Iowa State. Iowa State got absolutely bodied by ULL a couple weeks ago. I really wish they would have lost this weekend. I even thought that they lost for a quick second and unnecessary roughness. The Barstool Sports College Football Podcast played with my heartstrings. I saw the video of them saying that they won and then ULL coming back and kicking a field goal. So I still can't trust a team that loses to ULL. Oklahoma's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Oklahoma's out for blood. Spencer Rattler looked rattled again, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended, who gives a shit. Um, but I, I think he's going to put up – I think this is going to be his breakout game in the Big 12. So, Oklahoma, I expect them to win and cover. Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Oklahoma covers. I love Brock Purdy. I think he is as good as a I do quarterback too. As, I there, like Brock as, Purdy. There, as there is in the country. I just – I was high on Iowa State to begin the year. And they've – this is a common thing. I'm getting burned by teams that I thought were going to be good. Um, Just wait till LSU burns you, too. Look, what I, does I-35 I, have to I, say? I-35 says Oklahoma covers. Oklahoma is going – like you said, they're going to be out for blood. I mean, this is going to get ugly quick. What game do we have up next? Up next, we have the game of the week. Is this the, Auburn, is this the 12-1 game of the week? This should be. We didn't, we didn't designate one, but this is it. Auburn at Georgia. Georgia's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I hate both Look, of I, these teams equally. I, 
I like Georgia. I, I spent some of my childhood living in Georgia, so I have I have a, a small affinity for some Georgia teams, mainly Georgia Bulldogs and Atlanta Braves. I like Georgia, um, especially when Mark Crick was there. He was to me. He's one of the great. He's a great coach. That's part of my reason for liking Georgia. I'm going to wrap the dogs this one. Um, I like what I saw out of Bo Nix. I like what I saw out of Auburn's defense. But some of the play calling for Auburn was questionable. Um, you want to know why? Effect. You want to know why? The, it's the Chad, Chad Morris, Morris effect. Chad Morris is f- effing awful. Look, I hate Chad like, Morris. Like, you, you had the tweet of the day the, the other day. Chad Morris, some of that bout money, he's, he's, he sent it to the SEC. I'm telling there you. Is, I'm telling you. Because Kentucky had a touchdown. The guy was – his ankles were on the goal line. It, look, it's – it's, The official it's, said it, that he didn't break the line. It's all of you. It's all of you delusional LSU fans that think I'm just wearing my hat made of tinfoil over here. But I know what the hell I'm talking about. I really do. All right. And as, and as soon as you guys start listening to me, I swear to God, your lives are going to be so much better. When you guys start listening to me, your lives will be so much better. And you can take mm-hmm. that to the bank. That's a 12-1 guarantee. Uh, I also, I just hate both of these teams. I think that Georgia's defense is going to be the difference maker here, even though Georgia's offense is trash. Um, Garbage. Georgia, they're going to win, but they're not going to cover. What does I-35 have to say? I-35 says Auburn upsets. Stupid. 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 They don't, they don't know SEC, obviously. Some, somehow they got the, they, they rolled with Auburn last week. They got lucky. They probably, they probably think that Chad Morris is a good coach. They probably do. They don't know what real games are over there. Um, next game is Baylor at West Virginia. West Virginia is a three-point favorite. If the fans were allowed at this game, oh god, the, the Morgan, the Morgan, the Morgantown effect. West Virginia wins this game all day. Fans aren't allowed in Morgantown until the seventeenth. So that epic home field advantage that West Virginia has is not going to be there. Yeah, Baylor's offense looked solid against Kansas, and I know it's Kansas. I know there's actually no football played in Kansas besides Independence Community College. But West Virginia did struggle with the run defense uh, the last two teams that they faced. And Baylor has three running backs that had over 10 touches, over 50 yards, and all scored a touchdown. So, obviously, they struggle in the run game. I think Baylor wins this one. And it's only a three-point – it's only a three – I think they I think they went out right. I think Baylor wins yeah. this one in the upset. I think it's the same had- thing. Yeah, I thought has, has the same thing. Plus, Baylor has the experienced quarterback. They do. They have Charlie um, Brewer, who hey, he's he's been okay, but I do. Like he's Charlie. been serviceable. He's serviceable. But he's serviceable. Uh, next game. Next game, Memphis at SMU. This is one of the weirder lines I've seen. Um, Memphis is a one and a half point favorite. That's so stupid. They're basically saying, "Is this going to be a one point game or not?" Nah? Somebody, somebody's going to miss a field. Or somebody's going to miss an extra point. Is that what's going to happen? That or that? No, what's going to happen is you're going to have a field goal safety. That's oh, going to be the difference. Jesus Christ, going to safety. Uh, it's going to be yeah. one of those games. I've I've never seen a line like this. I really like the Memphis Tigers. Uh, this true. one has sneaky shootout potential. These offenses are absolutely dynamic. Um, and since it's so close, I want Memphis. I think Memphis wins and covers this game. I think they do too. I mean, what, what it's going to be okay. it's 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 very hard for them to not cover. Very hard. But uh, I thirty five says SMU upsets. So 
they obviously don't know football. They um, don't. You know, being over there in Kansas State, um, they don't. You know, Memphis. And that that's that's Tennessee. That's deep South. Do you have SMU? This is true. This, this is this is Southern football. Uh, last game we have on the slate. Last game, Texas A and M at Bama. Bama's a seventeen and a half point favorite. When I first saw that, I was like, "That's it." Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Texas A and M is bad. Mac Jones, Mac Jones haters, shut the hell up. Mac Jones played out of his mind. I really like Mac Jones. I can't believe that Mac Jones had the stat line that he did. And there are people calling for the Bryce Young kid or Bryce Love kid or whoever the hell it is, the five-star quarterback that's a freshman. People are calling for him to start. I'm like, it's their first game, and Mac Jones played lights out. So he's got, I'm sorry, he's got some of the best weapons in college football around him. Some of the best weapons in college football. And people are – I don't understand it. I don't understand it. To be fair, I think I could go – and be quarterback for that team, and I, I would probably only lose one game. Uh, that's how loaded Alabama is. Alabama's stupid, man. Mac Jones finished 18 of 24, 249 yards, and two touchdowns, zero sacks. Zero sacks. Get, getting the ball out quick. And people are calling for Mac Jones to be benched. I don't freaking get it. I hate people on Twitter that think, oh, my God, he's the five-star freshman. Shut the hell up. Mac Jones haters on hush mode. Alabama wins this, and they cover. I, I, I really like Alabama in this game. Oh, yeah. Bama, Bama's going to roll. I think that – I don't think they, they cover it by a lot. I think they, I think they get – they win by I think it'll be three 24. touchdowns. I think it'll be three I touchdowns. Be, I, think, I think it'll be 21-24 point ball game, um, which is still enough. Yep. But, you know, yeah, they cover. What's I-35 um, have to say? I-35 says the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> This game is going to get ugly quick. And when Bama puts in the second string, it's still going to stay ugly. Well, that's about all the time we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this has been your 1201 Sports Pigskin Pick'em week four. Week four. Yeah, week four. Yeah, week four. Uh, SEC football's back. Everything's great. Uh, tell us what you guys think about our picks. If you want to be a guest picker on the show, uh, hit us up in our DMs on Twitter or Instagram at 1201sports. Let us know what you think. Give us a follow while you're there. Give us a give us a subscribe. Leave us a review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And always remember, at 1201sports, even when you're wrong, you're always right. Peace. <laughs>